Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. As we stand here on September 30th, and a very important day, a day that's been in the, in the works for some time. Uh, there was a, a report that was put together, the TRC report. Truth and Reconciliation Commission. Yeah. That's right. And it went on from 2008 to 2015. And uh, this day is just one of many actions that came out of that report as this country tries to uh, continue to, to learn, teach, and improve the lives of indigenous people and those of us who uh, want to know more and should learn more. Uh, can can go and read uh, about so many of the uh, the atrocities, the the horrible stuff that went down in these residential schools. And you know, right off the top, I went looking to find out what's the the deal behind the orange shirt. Right, where did this stem from? And it turns out it was a a, a very young schoolgirl who was in a residential school. Her name was Phyllis Webstad, and on her first day back to school, she wore a new orange shirt, and it was taken away from her. And uh, so that shirt now, an orange shirt, symbolizes how indigenous children were uh, stripped of their culture and their freedoms and their self-esteem over generations. So if you're looking for an answer to why orange, there you go. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, this is the stuff we should be looking into today, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I, I shudder to think there's been talk about this. Like, hey, it's, uh, it's our new national holiday. Mm. And, and that wording is so wrong. Mm-hmm. It, it's not. And in fact, you know, although it is recognized as a day, you know, a holiday or a day off, I guess, for uh, federally regulated employees, and there's three provinces as well. I think it's Manitoba, BC, and I think it's Newfoundland who decided to go along with it uh, in terms of making it a provincial holiday. Others haven't. Ontario haven't, hasn't, and that's why you know stores are open, schools are open today. You know, much like Remembrance Day. It's a day for taking pause mm-hmm. and reflecting, and it is what the purpose of it, in my mind, should be. It's a good. It's a good comparison. Yes, uh, you know, is. because those who get Remembrance Day off don't necessarily go to the cenotaph, no. and pay their respects. Oh, children stay at home, play video games, and, and that's why you know, for my kids, I would rather them go and have a day today. To learn mm-hmm. about this, my kids go to a, cool, a, a school that's named after a, an indigenous leader, and so th- they've always taken steps to recognize that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they start with a, a recognition every morning of the lands that they are on, um, and that's you know relatively new in terms of um, you know most political functions now start with a recognition of the lands that you are on. That's part of what the Truth and Reconciliation Commission had come out with: is that you have to realize. We stole something yep. here. When you know, when we came, our ancestors came to this country. They 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 stole part of it. They mm-hmm. pushed people aside, and they trampled rights, and they trampled on culture uh, of people that were here already. And you know, quite often we mock it. Um, uh, it's been the, the butt of way too many jokes, uh, and now it's time to not repay that necessarily although there are many ways that you can donate mm-hmm. and help uh it's not repaying a debt it's recognizing where past history had failed and moving forward yeah and helping those now coming up within the indigenous culture helping those people who need the help moving forward right, right. yeah it's not something you just write a check and say sorry it has to be an ongoing thing and they remember we're all canadians they're 
they're fellow Canadians and deserve all the respect and recognition that all the rest of us get. And there's a, a bunch of stuff going on all over uh, Durham. If you don't have an orange shirt, there's, you know, and I, I'll admit fully this morning, I do not have an orange shirt on. I don't own an orange shirt. Uh, I will work to get one uh, for next year. Uh, and there is an Orange Shirt Society website. You can find approved vendors because what you don't want to start doing now is, you know, buying shirts off of people who are just trying to score a few few bucks on this. Well, yes, and there are who are taking advantage of that. And it really should be, you know, I, I've got an orange shirt on, but it's funny when I when I uh, was picking out a shirt yesterday, I was like, oh, I got I got one, I got two orange shirts. I couldn't find my orange hoodie, okay. right, which, you know, Shocking is Under Armour, and uh, but I've got this one, which is Oakley, and, right. and like, but this is a brand. That's not what this day is no, about. No, it should be just a right? plain. Uh, it should be, a, you know, orange an orange shirt. shirt that is bought from yes. an official where the money uh, place. goes. You know, and you know, we had someone text in earlier that saying, "Oh, you know, I'm surprised you don't have the day off." Where radio is a federally regulated business, mm. and you know, and, uh, it doesn't need a day off. I don't want a day I'd off. I'd rather be here talking this. about yes. it. Sure, we need to talk about this. Right. And and for companies uh, and and unions uh, who have voted to either take this day off or some have decided to take tomorrow off, and let's have a long weekend. Yeah, you know, getting hammered for Indigenous people yeah. isn't what this is about. Well, I, I don't know that just because they say they're going to take no, the Friday, I understand. But hammered, it's but you know, but hey, let's have a long weekend. Yeah. Well, is it a long weekend to pause and remember? No, uh, let's, let's turn it into a barbecue. No, I know another chance to get to the cottage is is how some would look at it. Um, if, you, if you don't have the orange shirt, uh, the Whippy Library, I understand, has set a place aside for you to uh, tie orange ribbons. You can also collect an orange ribbon uh, and, and, uh, and wear that around. Uh, there are ribbons of hope displayed across, um, across the city in Pickering. Um, the Oshawa Museum is doing an in-person tour of Indigenous history. So there's lots of things you can take in today. Uh, and, and, and look... I'm guilty of not reading enough. I, I have been leading up to this day reading more. It's a, it's, a, it's a hard read. It's a painful read, but it's an important read. Well, and I'll say this, speaking of reading, if you're going to do some research on it, and for those in this time mm. who love to tout their research, this is today mm-hmm. what that research should be about, especially... If you've been worried about some massive government conspiracy <laughs> and the control that they have over you, this is a day to recognize where that control got out of hand mm-hmm. uh, at, at one point. And so if you believe in that, then this is a cause that you should get behind today. Forget the other stuff for mm-hmm. one day. Today is about the truth and reconciliation. Do-it-yourself projects can be incredibly rewarding and incredibly annoying. <laughs> yes. How long will you work on a DIY before giving up and calling a pro? Um, that depends on who's advising over the project. Mm. Because I will let it last for years <laughs> upon years. <laughs> but someone that I live with right. uh, will... Uh, expediate that process to calling a professional for it. Well, as the person in the house uh, at my home who would get tired of waiting for things to get done. Right. Because it, it can be frustrating if you're watching your significant other building or trying to perform some task and, you know, the paint tray and brush sits there for six months. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the child has grown out of that bedroom by the time you've painted it. But I, I'm impressed at your house because uh, I know that when you bought your home, you built that deck, yes, at the back? Yes, yes. Well, with help and, and, and some right. expertise. But, yeah, 
you know, basically it was myself and some buddies who did it. Now, that probably wouldn't happen today. You were younger and so excited about owning a home. And yeah, and then building the deck was easier. Like like now, I would probably need to paint or stain that deck. Right, right. Uh, and it's in dire need of, of repair for that. And that is waiting and waiting and waiting <laughs> until finally she gives up, right? And same thing happened with our, our front patio, yeah. right? Our, our, our walkway. It never bothered me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would walk on it because that's all you did with those big paver stones. Right. Until, you know, finally she suggested a project that we do it ourselves. Mm. And that's when I said, no, no, let's call Rob Avery. <laughs> now, can you and Adrian work on a project together? Because I know a lot of married couples, like I've said this to you before, uh, Maria and I have our tasks. Right. We, like right now, she is relaying all this flagstone down the side of our house. I yes. hear her out there every evening pounding that rubber mallet. Really? Put the stones in place. I don't get involved. Uh-huh. I do not get involved because it'll end up in a fight. Right. Because I'll get frustrated and just say, it's fine. It's, it's stop. It's, right. it's enough. But she's a perfectionist. And I, and I appreciate when she finishes it because it does look great. Right. But I, I, we can't work together. Well, and we, we can, but expectations have to be drawn out ahead of time. <laughs> right? Because Adrian is a perfectionist when it comes to certain things, like when it comes to like painting, right. per se. And I'm no Picasso. Mm. And so if you want to slap some paint on the wall, I can do that for mm-hmm. you. But if you're expecting you know, professional handiwork and perfect straight lines yeah. and cuts, I'm not the one to be asking for that. I got a buddy, I don't know how he does it. His wife is a real do-it-yourselfer, and like, but massive projects. We'll have big boulders arrived, and right. she'll landscape up the side of their house. But he's expected to help out with all these tasks. Mm. And I would say, look, I love you, but this is your hobby, yeah. not mine. Yeah. I, and, and see, this is where my extreme cheapness comes into play as mm. well, is that I will look for ways... To save money, and if I can do it myself, mm. right? Like, can I try this and do it? Like, right now, we really need to do some tiling, mm. right? And, and I'm, I'm sure I could probably, or there's a better solution. Like, you put like a, like the vinyl click floor that you right. see everywhere, and it sounds pretty easy to click it together. <laughs> sounds. <laughs> it sounds easy enough. I could probably get it done to my satisfaction level. Right. right fine. Right. But you know. When apparently some presidential entourage is coming through our house at some point in the not-so-distant future all the time, that you know, it's not good enough right. to be presentable for other people. Yeah, I, uh, I, I see, I'm the exact opposite. I, I'm no wealthy man, and, but I, I've come to a point in my life where I, I'm not going to frustrate myself. we got this long hedge down the side of the driveway. Yeah. It needs trimming like twice a year. I'm not spending a whole day trying to trim it properly. First of all, I'll screw it up. It'll be uneven. Right. I got a guy, 200 bucks. it's done. Yeah, well, yeah 200 bucks in, is easy for that. It. That's done, right. yeah, for sure. Right. See, these, these are the things I'll pay for yeah. at the end of the day. Anyhow, it is said that we'll wait five hours. We'll work on something for five hours, trial and error, until we finally go, screw it! And call in a professional. That's it? Yeah. That seems low. Really? Yeah. Uh, five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what would make you check out of a hotel? Has there ever been something so gross, so dirty, so vile that you've said, I can't, not only can I 
will I not just go to another room? I have to leave this entire building. So this is not a switch. Like, not going back to the front desk and saying, I need a different room. This is, I cannot stay here. I got to go. Wow. Like, like you get in your room and there's a dead body in the tub. Done. Yeah, I'm gone. Uh, Ghosts. Yeah. When we were in Vegas, uh, there was a room on our floor that we had to pass by every time we went to the elevator. And it could be... Three o'clock in the afternoon or three o'clock in the morning, and somebody was humping in there. <laughs> Maybe it was a film shoot. It must have been. There was a woman moaning every time we walked by that room. <laughs> I stood outside of it for days. <laughs> Waiting for them to come out. Yeah, yeah. I want to meet this stud of a man. Um, people were asked about uh, things that would uh, make them walk out of a hotel. Okay. So, dirty sheets. Well, see, okay, I, I don't know that I would leave the hotel over dirty sheets. Like, I don't think I've ever packed up <clears throat> and left the hotel. I've certainly asked for another room. Yeah, oh, I'd, and I'd, yeah, seriously be disgusted by that. But, and, it, and I guess if it's indicative of the hotel altogether, mm. but if you go to, like, a really nice hotel and you're just happy to get, a you know, sheets that, mm. I don't know, had been stained, oh, that's gross. Ugh. You know, it, it's funny. I, I I'm sure hotels have really felt the effect of this but i think this whole pandemic is going to linger over them for a while because we're just so tuned in to cleanliness now. oh for sure right <clears throat> yeah. yeah well it, it, one of those things we've learned that you can't imagine how we got through things before right right so carefree like ah, yeah let's go touch this and then lick afterwards <laughs> yeah uh disgusting bathroom a smelly room bad smells in general so maybe just even in the hallways right uh, rude staff. Uh, how much do you really deal with the staff at a hotel? It's uh, yeah. checking in and checking out. Yeah, it's a front desk. And, and listen, everyone's got their days. Yeah. And they're busy, too. I can't imagine that would cause you to check out. But then then again, we are such a, a, a pampered mm. bunch now mm-hmm. that, you know, we demand. We're so quick to demand, right? Or it's like the one-star review, right? Like the one thing doesn't go right for us. Yeah. And, and we're out. Because we feel, it's an, and it's a sense of entitlement, right? We feel that we've, we're spending our money with you, so we must get five star mm-hmm. at, at every point. Even though, you know, I might have gotten this on some website that got me a completely reduced rate. <laughs> but I still deserve five star treat. They, uh, the, the people, of course, that I always feel horrible for are the cleaning staff. You know, at a certain point in the day when you are at a hotel, you'll see they've all got their carts in the hallways and the doors to the rooms they're cleaning are wide open and sometimes you can look in and they got the beds all stripped and everything and i just think to myself every time they swipe that card to go into a room to clean it they must just think oh god what's behind this door true what yeah. am i gonna find this time they're also <laughs> they have to also cater to everyone's timeline right right because like if they're coming at an inconvenient time for you yeah you're sleeping until two in the afternoon. <laughs> you got fifty rooms to clean, but yeah. oh, please, can you come back yeah. in, uh, in an hour or two when we leave? Uh, horrible food. Well, these days, don't you mostly order into a hotel room? I can't remember the last time I stayed at a hotel and actually ate in their restaurant. Uh, yeah, but I, I guess there was a time you get you know, room service and that sort of thing yeah. too. Yeah, but I don't quite like spending forty five dollars on a hamburger. <laughs> I can go down the street and spend four dollars. Uh huh. Uh, stained carpets. I once had a, a buddy who told a story of driving to Florida as a kid with his parents and 
they stayed in some motel along the way in Georgia or something, and they check in the room, and isn't there a big blood stain on the carpet? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we left one once, but he might have had a nosebleed staying in a, like a, a Howard Johnson. Too many rails? A lot of coke? <laughs> no, we were just kids. <laughs> but one of the, probably the air conditioning, right? Mm. You sleep right next to that, and all of a sudden we woke up, and we left it looking like a murder scene. Yeah, you never want to check into a room that's been left like uh, the movie uh, Very Bad Things. Right. Did you ever see that film? Uh, I think so. And the hooker died on the hook in the oh. bathroom? Oh, yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. That was Jeremy Piven, I think, who played that part. Uh, loud noises. That's so. I won't leave, but God, it's annoying. Yeah, if I you're trying to sleep and drunk guys are running up and down the hallway. You might ask for a different room, unless, unless it's something like, you know, if it's right next to the cop shop or, or you know, ambulance or hospital. Yeah. That's You hear that constantly. Right, right. Or if you end up in the room beside the ice machine. Right. That's a problem. So what do you figure Sony makes the bulk of their money uh, selling? Uh... Sony, well, PlayStations, TVs, yeah. like electronics. You'd think so, right? Yeah. But no, actually, their electronics department operates at a loss. What? Sony makes the bulk of its dough selling insurance. They offer life, auto, and health insurance in Japan. Must be all the cassettes tapes they were <laughs> rolling out at one point. Well, yeah, because wasn't it like the Sony Trinitron? Yeah, that was the big deal at like, one point. That was massive. Yeah, it was like Sony and Panasonic seemed to be the, right, the two yeah. that did the biggest battle. Man, my buddy, I remember, called me once to move a big, like, Sony, probably, what, 40-inch TV? Oh, sure, yeah. I think. <laughs> and it must have weighed 1,000 pounds. Yeah. It was so heavy. I remember we bought our first TV when we were living up in Caledon was this uh, uh, Panasonic something or other, 29-inch. Uh, it was delivered but dropped off at the front door, and I had to get it in the house and out of the box. I literally threw my back out because I was on my own. And it was only now you can carry a 29 inch TV under your arm. Right. They even make 29 inch TVs they in do. It's for the kitchen. Yeah. Bathroom. Right. Um, you can fit 1,000 Earths into Jupiter. Wow. Wonder how much you can fit into Uranus. <laughs> 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 didn't it? Uh, didn't Uranus get? Uh, it lost its title as a, a planet or something, didn't it? It got downgraded. Uh, no, that was Pluto. Was, was, it? It, was it Pluto? I don't know. One of them. It's a vast space out there. We seem to think we're very important in it. Mm, yeah. When you look at the uh, how big that whole galaxy nope. thing is. Nope. Yeah. No. It, it, in the in the whole universe, if Earth was to explode. And just disappear? You wouldn't even notice. We'd sound like the pop of the plastic little <laughs> bubbles <laughs> on that wrap. Some other planet. What was that? Someone popping bubbles? Yeah. Um, Smarties candies were originally made with machines that were built to make gunpowder pellets for ammunition during World War One. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and they came up with a use for the machines. That was a good one. I like Smarties. I enjoy Smarties. Uh, Halloween time for sure. Yeah. Those little uh, little boxes, yeah. Take those down like shot glasses. I I don't know that I've ever uh, as a snack. If I you know going to buy some chocolate, it's not like a, a go to. But no. if uh, somebody offered me some Smarties, I wouldn't say no. I don't mind the Smarties uh, in the ice cream either when they do those blizzards yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's good. When people first came up with the concept of brunch in the late eighteen hundreds. They called it brunch. <laughs> Probably sounding, sounding with the, starting with the sound of puke. <laughs> yeah, not a good Not idea. the best thing, although if you go on a, to a, a brunch buffet, mm. 
That's likely the sound you hear most often. What do you figure was on the uh, the buffet in the late 1800s blunch? Horse. <laughs> Hoof. Intestine. There'd be a lot of stuff. That, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Maybe, maybe it was right to call it blunch at that point. <laughs> You'd have some uh, blood pudding. Oh. And, uh, and some horseradish. Right. Um, yeah, so they, uh, they turned it to brunch after that because it just didn't sound so good. And porridge. Right. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Pure gold is safe to eat. It's basically flavorless. Uh, you, can, uh, you shouldn't eat your own jewelry, though, because it's definitely not pure. It has other metals mixed in. Drank a lot of it in my university days. You like that uh, gold? Gold schlager. That's what it was. Yeah. It was the one with all the little flakes, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, you thought you were rich <laughs> drinking gold. Your fancy pants. And puking it up later on. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I remember buying one, a bottle of that. I, there was a stage I went through where I was trying to collect a, just a bunch of different liqueurs. Yeah. And uh, that was, I think, the first one because it just looked so cool. Was it Yager and Schlager, liquid cocaine, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. The two-liter bottle of pop was created by Pepsi, not Coke. Pepsi really? debuted in the 1970s. Debuted a two-liter? Yeah. Oh, my. I thought that I thought it was all, like, glass bottle mm. 750s until that time, until, like, you know, late 80s. Yeah, no. And then uh, diabetes showed up <laughs> shortly <laughs> thereafter. Right. The Matrix came out in 1999, and when Neo shows his passport, the expiration date says September 11th, 2001. Okay. Significant date. Yeah. Never really got into those movies. No. I, I saw... I know I saw the first one. People love them. Yeah, when we were talking about it uh, last week, we were talking about like uh, remote drop movies. Yeah. Uh, and, and movies you just have to watch when they come on. A lot of people said The Matrix was on among them. Yeah, I didn't see the first one. I saw the second one in a theater. Didn't know what the hell was going on. I don't know why I ended up in a theater seeing Matrix 2 when I hadn't seen Matrix 1. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Not many people went into The Office this last year, but many of us watched a lot of The Office. Over 57 billion minutes were watched in 2020. Wow, that's yeah. a lot. I'm responsible for a few of them, at least, what, six or seven seasons of it. Yeah, you bailed. I huh? bailed at the end, yeah. Poor James Spader. I know. But I was watching him in The Blacklist, which was a very different character. And so yeah. I, I couldn't kind of marry the two of them together. He's always been a great actor, though. He's really good. Um... What do you figure the guy who invented the board game operation, what do you figure he sold the rights for it? How much do you think he got back in 1964? Let's see. He was a surgeon, so. You would hope he had some kind of. all right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He made pretty, made off pretty well. Do you think when doctors went to, to school to become surgeons, they thought <laughs> the nose would go like, red? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the board game, when there's a problem, the nose goes red. Hit the side. <laughs> That's right. He only made 500 bucks. He sold it. The rights. $500? Yeah, yeah, must have been a dumb surgeon. <laughs> oh, my. He's probably stabbing himself with those little implements. Are you a Skittles fan? You like Skittle? Uh, they're okay. Mm. Wouldn't be my go-to, I don't think. But uh, but I, I rare to say no to any candy. Yeah. Is there a candy you can't stand? Like, I don't like the um, the chocolate with orange in it. Yes, okay. Uh, well, you know me. I'm not a, I don't mix uh, right, right. textures. So uh, <laughs> anything with, like, the, like, like, like raisins, the raisinettes, was oh. ever a fan of those. But do you like the peat co- chocolate-covered peanuts? Yes. Yeah, those are yes, good. Yes, that I will do. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not and, a yeah, big fan of the raisinette. Like, you know, orange or yeah, any, any other, most of the flavored chocolates I'm not a big fan of. And you get the box. 
Right. It's scary. Yeah, Going it, in, you got to follow that chart. And if it doesn't have the chart, you're in trouble. Like, I, if you I go avoid. to that box at a, at a well, listen, who's going to the box with an open thing of a open box at a party anyway? But uh, but before, yeah, when that would happen, yeah, you're like, oh man, uh, or they'd come and just pass it to you and wouldn't have the chart with them, right? Right. You, know, you want one of these? I'm like, I, no, I, I'm not. That's, that's you're panicking now. Like I'm a gambler, but yeah. not there. <laughs> this and is then, not roulette. I want to play. Someone gives your family one of these big elaborate chocolate boxes, say at Christmas or whatever, and you you see you get into early. Yeah. January and all the good stuff's gone and there's like four or five of them yeah. that just sit there and rot. I'm, I'm looking for uh, like a cookie base, uh-huh. chocolate, uh, and not dark chocolate or no, white chocolate, no. just milk chocolate, and uh, and maybe a little coffee in there. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't mind that flavor. That. Yeah, but yeah, the orange you get the orange or the even the raspberry. The so cherry gross. is awful, right? Yeah, gross. Yeah. Finally, look at this. Eight years in, we agree on something. <laughs> we got something in common. <laughs> and what are we going to do? We're going to fight over a box of chocolates. Because <laughs> what's the crappy one? You ate all the hazelnut. <laughs> Jerk. I don't mind mint in there, I'll tell you that. Oh, I love an arrow bar. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, Skittles has announced that they're bringing back lime. One of the five original flavors. Was that not? Was that taken out yes, at some point? It disappeared after don't 30 years. they still have years. a green one? They got a green apple. It replaced the lime oh, in 2013. Okay. Eight, eight years later, it's back and for good. A press release from a Skittles brand manager says the fans have spoken and it's time for lime to return. Like Skittles seems like a candy that you want to eat right away and then still have pieces of your teeth to eat <laughs> an hour later. Well, snack. <laughs> like it doesn't, it, mm. I don't get it for that. Both original and sour packs of Skittles will now feature orange, lemon, strawberry, grape, and lime flavor. The apple is not only removed, it's gone. Right. Well, that too sounds too healthy. Green apple upset somebody. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Huh. Your dreams and wishes, if you're a Skittles fan, has come true. Lime has returned. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.